this girl was a very young woman when we started Speed Freaks 22 years ago. Now, two championships later, popular champion for two in a fuel pot at Brittany Forrest here in the Nation. And Brittany, how does a person like yourself sleep the night before knowing that you've just got to go one round to win a championship? Uh, we didn't know it was run round. Uh, you know, really, it kind of just out as it did today. We're coming into it. We just knew we had to stay ahead. Our goal was to win the event and we would be okay. But uh, honestly, somehow I slept last night. I didn't think I would, but I was able to get some sleep, which is what I needed uh, to, you know, be prepared for today. Brittany Force, two-time NHRA Top Field Champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And after you won the won the championship, you, you seem to kind of spill your guts about thanking Rudnick and everybody on the planet. Uh, how difficult was this championship? Because for some people, it looked like a cakewalk. The last time we did it was, you know, 2017. Winning championships is not easy. It's it's tough work. It's um, It takes all season long to get here. So I really have to, you know, it really comes down to this team. It, it takes every single one of us involved, you know, to win this thing. And, um, you know, we've been getting ready for it all season long. We go into the countdown where we struggled a little bit in the countdown and, and we somehow turn it around and, you know, gain that lead back and we're able to win, you know, win it in the first round today. It just still seems surreal to me. Um, I haven't even, it, I haven't processed it all yet. <laughs> Brittany Force, you're now two-time NHRA champion joining us here in the Freaks Pits. And you mentioned we somehow, you used the word somehow, managed to turn things around in the countdown. What was your somehow? Because I would assume that people on the team, possibly you as the driver, were getting pretty doubtful at one point during this countdown. We just, uh, we lost our footing going into the countdown. It's, you know, it's, We've been preparing all season long and we've ridden this high all season long and to continue to carry that is really tough, uh, especially when, you know, we've, we've had so we've set records, we've uh, brought home number one qualifiers, won races, and to keep carrying that high is, is impossible. We just happened to lose it right at the, you know, at the wrong time, right when this countdown started. Uh, we were out early, uh, I think in the second round and we haven't done that all season long. And, uh, you know, we went into the next race of the countdown and it was the same, same thing. So it's just, uh, unreal that honestly, for how terrible the beginning of our countdown went, we were able to catch back up. That was really incredible. Uh, you know, we really figured it out in Vegas. That win in Vegas was huge for us. We, you know, picked up the points lead and then coming into this weekend. Um, qualifying. We picked up points in qualifying. We needed that to get us around, and, and it was just done in the first round. Is this more rewarding, winning the countdown, coming from behind, coming from the third place in the countdown versus rolling through it and winning it easy? Um, it wasn't. It wasn't easy. We were, you know, way behind this whole mm -hmm. countdown. We just re gained it in Vegas only by seven points. So that could be made up in qualifying. Um, you know, we lost it. It wasn't, you know, we weren't in that points leader position. Um, lost it for a bunch of races. We just happened to get back on top uh, before coming into the big one. So Brittany Force, top fuel champion. Your crew chief, David Grubnick, was a driver. And it seems like you've been going so much better with Grubnick. Uh, it is... Has his presence helped you 
drivers talking to each other? A hundred percent. To be able to talk with a crew chief that's actually sat in one of these cars, knows the pre- not only knows how to drive these cars, but won races, lost races, been, you know, lost on hole shots, won on hole shots, just everything that comes with it and the pressure that comes with it. To be able to sit down with the crew chief and talk about all of that weight, um, it, it's been really helpful to me because he gets it. He understands the weight that we carry, you know, coming into first round, coming into any event and he understands it. He's been there. He's done it. So to be able to have those conversations where he could give me, a, you know, some advice and it, and it helps me. There's been days where he's, you know, completely saved my ass with just his pep talk that he gave me. It was something I needed, you know, before going into the final and uh, very lucky to have him on board. He's an incredible crew chief. Um, also kind of like a therapist in a sense. We have so many chats on those weekends where I almost got beat up and figured out how to turn it around. Your sisters don't act like they're interested in coming back. Do they give you any support or any static about you staying out here and winning championships? They're out here this weekend watching. They're my biggest support system, my whole family. Um, Lucky to have them. And and honestly, in that final round last weekend um, in Las Vegas, I was just, I wasn't in the right mindset mind frame i just i felt lost and i wasn't prepared going into the final round and we needed to be prepared to win the thing and i called up courtney you know who's was in the seat just a few years ago and i'm like help i'm freaking out and she gave me a pep talk and said do what you've been doing all season long it's been working for you and you will get back on top don't worry about it doesn't matter where you are what you're doing do what you've been doing all season long and that was what i needed to hear sometimes you just need a little you know, kick in the butt. You need a little bit of, you know, spark some motivation. And I got it from her. So I still go back to my sisters. I talk to my dad. I talk to Robert, Austin Brock, all our teammates. Um, I still go to them for advice because sometimes you get lost and you got to get back on track. And I'm lucky to have them in my corner, have their support. Hey, Brittany, is your dad six beers deep already? <laughs> no, I don't know where he is. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, actually, he was on the starting line early. I don't know where he is. I don't have a clue. He's out here somewhere, probably celebrating. Well, Brittany, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. Congratulations. The offseason just got a little bit sweeter for you, didn't it? Thank you. Yes, it, it is. Uh, it's been an incredible year for our team. We've done so much as a team. Uh, looking at our season last year, we've really come a long way. And this championship is just, it's what we've been chasing since we've been, I've been with this team, this group since 2019. We've been chasing a championship since then. Um, It took us a few years, but we got it done. Very proud of all of them. Very proud of everybody involved. And it's been an incredible day. We're bringing home, we get to put that number one on our car. That's the most exciting thing. We get a debut here. Actually, no, we start in Gainesville, but uh, we'll have that number one on our car. And that's what we all want. That is the ultimate goal coming into Pomona and now leaving Pomona. Well, now your dad's six beers drunk. Brittany Force here in the Freak Nation. <laughs> Brittany, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Brittany awesome. Force here in the Freak Nation. And I know what you're asking, Crasher, about yeah. the whole Robert Height situation where, Guy, well, you want to explain to the Freak Nation what you meant by that, the question? Well, that was, that was the original part of the question. I didn't want to get into that because, mm-hmm. first of all, I know she was having trouble hearing us. And second of all, that's just, we could talk politics in NHRA when we go into that question. I wanted her to enjoy this interview as much as she could. 
the end part of the question was, is it more rewarding to have a come from behind victory in a championship versus rolling through? And I would argue that, yeah, that feels a little bit better because you, at one point you don't think you're going to have it. It's not like every weekend you're going to an event and you're winning and you're winning and you're still leading the points. So, yeah, unfortunately, I know she didn't understand that part because our audio wasn't that great. But the other part of the question that I did not want to get into was, Here's Robert Height, her teammate in Funny Car. He won, what, 10 wins on the season? Just commanded the regular season. And, you know, I guess NASCAR's had some situations like this before in which you have a regular season winner and then they lose it in the in the playoffs. That's what happened to Robert Height. He just dominated the regular season. To be honest, he dominated the beginning of the playoffs, too. But the exact opposite of Brittany, he fell off these last couple of rounds, whereas that's where Brittany got on. And that's how she went on to her title. Robert Height lost it today. He lost it to Ron Caps. Ron Caps being the champion. Ron didn't win the event, but Ron, but Robert Height went out two rounds earlier than Ron Caps. And because this was a points and a half event, the season finale, it vaulted Ron Caps just enough. Ron Caps didn't have to win in the finals, but he couldn't lose 20 points by crossing the line or having any other sort of penalty. As long as he ran clean, he was your champion. And that's mm -hmm. what happened. Robert Height, not. Statman. You know, what impressed me more than anything was looking at her. I remember when she got into top fuel, she was wide eyed and didn't know what was going on. And now after a couple of championships and especially tonight, looking at her, looking in her eyes, she's a champion now. And uh, she expects to win, expects championships and knows what she's doing and knows where to go when she does get out of focus. And that is the, the true mark of a champion. She's surrounded by people that know drag racing, by drivers, and she she's going to win some more oh, uh, quite frequently, uh, I believe, because she's matured as a driver, and now she knows how to win championships. I'm glad you brought that up, Stat, because I picked up on it, but I didn't pick up on it enough to bring it up interviewing her and if you're watching us on youtube or facebook live or twitch or any of the other uh, video channels or listening to us go back and watch this interview with Brittany force she the air uh, the 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 anxieties were gone she, it was the relief was smack dab on her face yep. bright-eyed listening to what we were saying actually taking questions longer than i expected mm -hmm. from someone that had a crappy connection with us but yes, Dad, you could you could read it on her face, like my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and she was she was immediately Grubnik, a friend of the freaks, when he was a driver, he must be helping her an enormous amount because she responded to that question a hundred percent and went on. He must be truly helping her, and it feels good. I've talked to a lot of drivers who think that the only thing they have to do is drive the car and drag racing and let the crew chief take care of it. But she has a crew chief that can help her and uh, she's head and shoulders above most of the other field. 